The reading is Romans 8. It's a wonderful passage. I invite you to take your order of service with you this week and refer back to it and read it throughout the week. Let us read together. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with groaning too deep for words, and God who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, how will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. It is Christ who died, or rather, who was raised, who is also at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of God? Will affliction, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? No, in all these things, we are more than victorious through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, not anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. I'm reminded a little bit of the child's prayer at the table when the child tried to name anything they could think of, what kind of animal they wanted to pray for, what kind of situation. Paul was covering them all in that because it was a difficult time writing to the people in Rome. He really did not know them, but he wanted to write about the situation and the story, and to remind them, and then to remind us as the 21st century readers, that there is nothing in life or death that can separate us from God's eternal love. This longer passage actually has about three parts to it, and we could have taken any of the parts to look at today, but I chose for us to see it as a whole, three parts. First of all, the wonderful opening. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with groanings too deep for words. 
There are times when words just do not come. Words cannot come. We do not know how to pray as we ought. That's a little canticle, a chorus um, that is in our hymn book. It's in the Bible, but it's in our hymn book, and it sings beautifully. We do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit intercedes for us with sighs too deep for words. I'm thinking that always there are things that we don't know how to pray for, we don't know what to say, we don't know what to do. And this is reminding us the Spirit of God, that beautiful intercessor, prays for us with sighs too deep for words. Sometimes words are not needed. The sigh, the moaning, the groaning speaks for us and with us in things that we deal with in our lives. This day, this week, last week, last month, wherever in your journey you find those places where you're not sure what to say, not sure how to phrase it. And there's that promise that God's love holds us up. We who watched some news on the TV this last week learned that one of our senators, Mitch McConnell, in the midst of a presentation, was speaking. And the word stopped. And he stood there. And finally, his aides came to his side and moved him to move away, and then to come back later to the platform and to speak the things that he was wanting and planning to speak at that time. We don't know what happened. We don't know what went on with it. But when I saw that, and I watched the aides move to help him, I thought, you know, that's what we have. We have that person, that being, that knows our sighs, our moans, and our groans, and speaks them, and becomes the intercessor to God for them. Seeing that happen to Mitch McConnell made me think of our own journeys and the times when the words just couldn't come. But there were intercessors helping. Um, I often come into the sanctuary in the quiet because I think it's a beautiful sanctuary. It's a beautiful place to come when there's just one there. So I came in this week to have a quiet time here a little bit. And lo and behold, there were three individuals standing right in the back of the sanctuary, right in the middle, who said, the rails are here. They might have said, your rails are here. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? <laughs> Maybe those rails got there not just for me, but for other people too, but you might not have noticed them. They blend in so beautifully. But it, it was very helpful. So I came down on Friday, whenever it was. I walked up on this side, holding onto the rail. I walked across, and I walked back down on this side. And yeah, they held me up all the way. They held all the way. So I, for one, am very, very glad that they found their way, and all the trustees who helped see that 
we have the rails up for whoever needs them. They are here now assisting and holding up. And that the trustees responded to a need, not just from me, but many of you have said, oh yes, I, I would like to have a rail there assisting, giving help and support. So page 407 is the lovely canticle of prayer that I'm going to, when we go back to the um, United Methodist hymnal next week, we'll start looking at the other hymns that are in there. I was gonna ask Jay to play it. Can you do that real quickly for us, 407? As we move from this first section of the Romans reading, I'm gonna invite you to just meditate as you hear what it would sound like if we were playing it. Do you have it? There we go. Joe's one of those who intercesses for us. You see how beautifully that tune written by Eric Routley fits the words that the time for sighing is even there. I'm inviting you to know that it's in there. For when you want to use that as a meditation, it's called the Canticle of Prayer in its own 407. A canticle is a song that's of the Bible that's not from the Psalms. Canticle means song, and there are several of them. The Canticle of Mary is there. There's some other canticles that are there. And so this one holds us up today as we need space and reflection in our lives. There are many churches you would go to that you would never have the chance to have the silence there in prayer time. I'm very grateful that we have that so that, again, we can feel that presence and feel that passage. I understand Paul's letters, wanting to write back to all the early churches and to share how the journey has gone for those. I think of all the churches that I've served, and I've loved um, remembering them and knowing them. Somebody in our sanctuary this morning is here from one of our earlier churches. You don't want to let go of that. Paul was not wanting to let go of the Christian faith being spread, even to Rome, eventually he'd hoped, even to Spain. He had a vision, a big vision there. So he offered this prayer for the people he did not know well, but he wanted them to know and to hold on to. That next passage um, takes us even further in it. We could have just stopped with that first part of it. But we went on. We want to uphold God's love and healing in all situations, whatever each one of us face in our lives. And the second part of the epistle is a part of the promise of God's presence in all situations. I actually have written a musical setting of it that I didn't pull it out for us to do. <laughs> but the words also stood out to me, telling us that in all things, we're more than victorious for him. There is nothing, neither death, 
nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present. And then the, the doggy uh, verse goes on, naming all the animals the child could think of. Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so I'll read you my paraphrase, or the paraphrase that I put to music at the ending of it. There is nothing in life or death, there is nothing in life or death that can separate us from God's love, that can separate us from God's love, not in this world or the next. So death, you have no hold over me. Death, you have no hold over me, for my life is in the love of God, my being in God's eternal love. My being in God's eternal world, love. In the quiet of the silence of this room, again, thankful that we're not outside worshiping like a down-home day, may we hear, when we need it, the sigh of God's presence with us. May we each know that there is nothing in life or death that can separate us from the love of God, from the love of God. So, in your hearing, your coming and going, your breathing in and out, may you know the Ruah, the presence of God's love, present with you, present with us, as we sing together, we laugh together, we uphold each other together, we celebrate it's a beautiful Romans passage that when we don't know, God is with us. When we are searching for words, God is with us. And we uphold each other in all of that. Death, you have no hold over me, for my life is in the love of God. May we listen for the silent. May we love each other and uphold each other in celebrations of rails, the blessing of rails, in helping assist each other up and down. May we support and be with each other. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, amen. Hello, my name is Kevin Payne and I'm the senior pastor here at Bluff Park United Methodist Church. Thank you for joining with us in our podcast of our worship celebration, the sermon this past week. I pray that you found it a blessing and that it enriched your life. If you are ever in our area and would like to join with us in person, we are located at 733 Valley Street here in Hoover, Alabama. Our service time is 10 a.m. and we would love to meet you. I pray you have a blessed week and hope to see you soon. Bye now.